When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to History of College Football Podcast. I am Jay Abramson, and I will take you down a gridiron memory lane. The national champions, the teams, the rivalries, the conferences, the Heisman winners, the rankings. Today, we discuss the college football history of the Miami Hurricanes. Considering this program is relatively new in the timeline of college football, the Miami Hurricanes are among the most storied and successful football programs in NCAA history. Five national championships all in an 18-year span. Two Heisman winners, a who's who of coaches, feared teams, and perhaps the most feared linebacker to ever set foot on the gridiron. And one bird with tremendous courage. First season for the Hurricanes was 1926. National championships, five. 1983, 1987, 1989, 1991, 2001. Heisman winners, two. 1986, Vinny Testaverde. 1992, Gino Turrieta. Best coach. Consider the plethora of extremely successful Hurricane coaches from 1979 to 2006. Howard Schnellenberger. From 1979 to 1983, he went 41-16 and won 71.9% of his games. Coach Schnellenberger took a fledgling Miami Hurricane program and by the second year made it nationally relevant, going 9-3. In year five, his Hurricanes won the national championship. Larry Coker, 60-5 and in one 80% of his games, with one national championship in 2001, won the first 24 games he coached and had a 31-game regular season consecutive winning streak. Dennis Erickson went 63-9 and and won 87.5% of his games and won two national championships in 1989 and 1981. But our nod goes to Jimmy Johnson. Johnson coached from 1984 to 1988, went 52-9, winning 85.2% of his games and one national championship. Why, then, does he get the nod? After going 8-5 in his first season, 10-2 in the second season, once he got on a roll in his last three seasons, his teams lost a total of two games. They had arrived, crashed through the door of the elite teams in college football, and became revered and feared at the same time. Best team. It's the argument that never dies the U of 1987, or the U of 2001. 2001 team went 12-0. This team was bursting with talent, with numerous All-Americans on both sides of the ball. They shattered back-to-back ranked teams by a score of 124-7, the largest winning margin against ranked teams in the history of college football. Their average win was by 33 points a game. The Hurricane defense was equally as devastating. They allowed just 13 touchdowns, and they scored eight touchdowns themselves. Their defense led the nation in passing, rushing, and scoring defense. But we give the nod to the 1987 team. The 1987 Miami Hurricanes went 12-0. This very podcast, History of College Football, had them ranked as the 17th greatest college football team of all time. Quarterback Steve Walsh, fullback Melvin Bratton, wide receiver Michael Irvin, Brian and Benny Blades led a speedy and talented Hurricane team that beat six-ranked teams. Their coaching staff reads like a who's who of coaching. 
Jimmy Johnson, Dave Wansat, Butch Davis, and Dave Campo. But attention must be paid to a few other teams. The 1926 team went 8-0. The University of Miami football program began with a freshman team, and in its first game on October 23rd, they shut out Rollins College 7-0. There were 304 fans. The 1983 team, 11-1. In Coach Schnellenberger's fifth year, his Hurricanes won the national championship after beating Nebraska in the Orange Bowl 31-30, with the game being dubbed as the Miracle in Miami, led by quarterback Bernie Kosar. Best player. How do you decide? As talented a stock of players you will ever see from any program. On offense, you have two Heisman quarterbacks, Vinny Testaverde and Gino Torrieta. Or how about Bernie Kosar, Jim Kelly? And then there is Michael Irvin, Andre Johnson, Santana Moss, Willis McGahee, Edgerin James, Frank Gore, Devin Hester. On defense, there is the late Sean Taylor, Warren Sapp, Ray Lewis, the late Jerome Brown, and Ed Reed. But we give the nod to linebacker Ray Lewis. Was there ever a more feared linebacker? Only Dick Buckus comes to mind. Fittingly, he won the Buckus Award given to the nation's best linebacker. Most stunning win. This one is not even a close call. Miami of Florida 31, Nebraska 30, January 2, 1984, Orange Bowl. What an unexpected ending there was to this game. Prior to the game, Miami, which had seemingly come out of nowhere the past few years, was now nationally relevant, but not a team that was nationally elite. It was sitting at the door. Howard Schnellenberger's Hurricanes entered the game 10-1. Tom Osborne's Cornhuskers were undefeated, untied 12-0, and ranked number one and was riding a 22-game winning streak. The Hurricanes had the advantage of a home crowd. They were, after all, playing in the Orange Bowl. But they faced a Cornhusker team with an offense centered around a terrifying eye formation. Nebraska, in its first five games, put up points that read 44, 56, 84, 42, and 63, and averaged 52 points per game. Here is the backdrop. With 1 minute 47 seconds to play, Miami held on to a 31-24 lead. A one-loss Miami team, keep this in mind, as the Cornhuskers remember they were undefeated. Facing 4th down and 8, Osborne calls a run, uh, technically a run-option pass. Turner Gill was the quarterback, and he pitched the ball at the last moment to second-string eyeback Steve Smith, who scores. Now, all Coach Osborne has to do is kick the extra point, and he has his first national championship. Remember, they were undefeated, number one, and Miami had one loss. In a stunning gamble, Osborne goes for two. Hurricane rover Ken Calhoun slapped Turnagill's pass out of the hands of running back Jeff Smith, giving the Hurricanes the win and the first national championship. Said Coach Schnellenberger after the game, there are times when you walk off the field that you know you have been involved in something that people will talk about for a very long time. Ask yourselves this question, how many times have you seen that play? But attention must be played to two other games. They were bookend games. Miami 17, Florida State 16, 1991. The Seminoles came in ranked number one and led most of the game. After marching down the field with 29 seconds left, Florida State kicker Jerry Thomas missed a 34-yard potential game-winning field goal wide right. The Hurricanes went on to win a shared national championship with Washington. The next year, Miami of Florida 19, Florida State 16, 1992. In 1992, history ridiculously repeated itself. Another game-ending wide right kick resulted in a stunning win. Most stunning loss. Boston College 47, Miami of Florida 45, November 23, 1984. And this one is not even a close call either. With six seconds left in the game, Boston quarterback Doug Flutie let loose a prayer from midfield. 
and his roommate Gerard Fallon caught it in the end zone for a game-winning touchdown. Here's a question that lets you know how prominent the Hurricanes have become on the college football scene. Quick, name two plays you have viewed more than this and the Calhoun slapping away of the pass for the two-point conversion. And the time's up. Rival, Florida State Seminoles. Wide right, there were actually four of them. And all games for the ages, in 1991, 1992, 2000, 2004, the Seminoles missed field goals that soared wide right in the fading seconds of the game against their rival. Florida State and Miami have frequently entered the game nationally ranked. Many a national championship dream was realized or destroyed on those Saturday afternoons. Hullabaloo won. It is said the team name, the Hurricanes, was derived in 1927, the year after the 1926 hurricane, commonly called the Great Miami Hurricane, devastated Greater Miami. Hullabaloo 2. The 1929 team, under coach Jay Burton Risk, in his only year as a hurricane coach, went 3-2. and two. Every game was a shutout. Mascot, Sebastian the Ibis. This mascot stems from one courageous bird, an American white ibis, a marsh bird native to the Everglades. It is said this bird is the last wildlife to take shelter before a hurricane and the first to come out after the hurricane passes. Tradition, the U. The bicolored logo on the helmet is not just a logo. It is a way of life, an attitude that has evolved into a tradition. Thank you for listening to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson. Join us every Tuesday and Saturday for a new episode. 